praise you, Lord. Oh, yes,
what you do. Carry out your plan. Carry out your work. Carry out the manifestations of the spirit that you desire to do in this place. Because Lord, we know our experience with you yesterday is not our experience today. Neither will it be our experience tomorrow should you give us tomorrow. But Lord, each and every day is a new progressive revelation of yourself unto us. Every day you're progressively revealing yourself to us. Lord, it's not about me as pastor of this church. It's not even about the pastor emeritus. But it is about you, Jesus. This is your house. This is your house. We must abide by your rules. Jesus, you said that nothing is to go on inside of the house of God that is becoming, not becoming the house. That is not fitting for the house. Nothing is to go on inside of the house that is not fitting for the one who dwells there. But you said that your father's house shall be called a house of prayer. Oh, yes. Nothing else. Lord Jesus. Lord, have your way. Have your way, Lord. Because, Lord, we know that right now, time and eternity have met each other in this place. That, Lord, what we do in time shall be done in all eternity. Lord, the decisions that we make now will affect eternity. How we respond to the word of God now will affect eternity. Your word, Lord. Your word. Lord, you say you have exalted your word above your own name. Jesus, we honor you. Yes, Lord. We honor you. Because, Lord, you have created a blood covenant between us and yourself. You gave all that you can give when you gave your life. Lord, you're asking nothing less from each and every one of us. You are asking us to give you our lives. Everything. You're asking us to die to ourselves that we might live to you. So Lord, right now, I pray that you enable me to, just for a few moments, to preach your word. To declare what thus saith the Lord. Lord, I yield this vessel of clay unto you, knowing, Lord, that my words of the in and of themselves will not benefit anyone. But knowing that the words that you speak through me will speak life, will speak healing, will speak deliverance. Lord, it's you in me. It's not about me. It's about you in me. Father, bless this people. Bless this church. Lord, lead us, guide us, teach us, train us, Lord, so that we can be what you want us to be. So that we might please you. Father, as I break open your word, Father, I pray that revelation would come along with it. Father, show us what you're trying to say to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just for a few moments. Genesis chapter 11. The Bible says, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there. And they said one to another, 
Go to, let us make brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime, and had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city, and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do, which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth. And they leapt off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel. Because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. Now go quickly with me to Nehemiah chapter 2. Nehemiah chapter 2. Verse 18. Then I told them of the hand of my God which was good upon me. Nehemiah is talking to his people. As also the king's words that he had spoken unto me. And they said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. But when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant of the Ammonite and Geshem the Arabian heard it, they laughed us to scorn. And despised us and said, what is this thing that ye do? Will ye rebel against the king? Then answered I them and said unto them, the God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. But ye have no portion nor right nor memorial in this Jerusalem or in Jerusalem. The title of the message is, It is Time to Build Part 3. It is time to build Part 3. The Lord laid these series of messages on my heart and when God gives you something, you can take confidence that there will be fruit born from it. If God is not in it, in this message or in any other area of our lives, we cannot be confident that it will produce fruit. Because we understand, we understand that when God spoke in the very beginning, it showed that he is in control of everything. But yet, these people decided that they wanted to build. 
And so we have two extremes here as we looked at the scripture in uh, Genesis chapter 11 and as we see in the book of Nehemiah. We have two extremes. Yes. One is a people who want to be in control of the project. God did not tell them to go and build anything. If God did not tell us to build it, then we, what are we doing? We should not be trying to build something that God did not tell us to build. The Bible says that we are not to uh, uh, lean on our own understanding, no matter how educated we may think we are, no matter how many times we may have seen something work before, yet the Bible says that we are not to lean on our own understanding, but in all of our ways to stop, acknowledge him, and then he's going to act. See, we try to we try to do the acting. We try to do do, do the, uh, the 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 birthing of the thing and then the acting of the thing. Yes, sir. Did you understand what I said? I see. My Lord, my God. Say, oh yeah, I think this is good. This is a good thing. And then we go about trying to carry it out. <laughs> this is what they were doing in the land of Shinar. Even though God had put all of these things together, meaning the earth, meaning the water, meaning the seas, meaning the sky, meaning the sun, meaning the moon, all of those things. But now man seems to think that he can be in control of what God is doing. Why do you think when God was moving a moment ago, I stepped out of the way? It's not about my time to preach. It's not about me, but it's about him. That's it. Let it move. It's about God moving. These people said, let us. Did you read it? Did you pay attention to it? They said, let us go and peel. Let us go make a tower. Let us go and build it until it, the top of it reaches unto heaven. And if you look in the Hebrew, when the word says tower, it is a word that means podium. It is a word that means platform. It's not actually talking about a physical tower. But it's talking about a podium. Let us make a podium. Let us call the shots, in other words. Let us make a place that where, 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 where we can communicate with one another. What we're trying to communicate with one another instead of listening to God. They say, let us. But this, this, listen, listen. Even though this was a negative thing, God said something about these people, if you notice. God said, they're one. They're one. Even in a negative thing, if people are bound together as one, they can progress in evil, even evil things. So how much more can the church of Jesus Christ progress if we are all on one accord? Yes, united. God said now that they have one language and and they're communicating with one another. The church of Jesus Christ has fallen short with communicating to one another. How many of us really talk to each other about the things of God? How many of us really talk to each other about what God is doing? We talk about everything else a lot of times in the church, but we don't talk about God and what he's doing here at True Vine. Oh, you didn't hear me. These people say, God said, they're, they're, they're one. And what did he say? He said, now nothing, nothing that they imagine to do shall be restrained from them. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
nothing that they imagine to do shall be restrained from them. And so God said, this is what I'm going to do because I've taken notice. Don't think that God has not taken right. notice of us. That's right. That he has not taken notice. God said, I'm, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down. And I'm going to go down there where they're doing this thing. And I'm going to confound their language. I'm going to confuse their language so that they, they cannot understand one another. I'm going to confound the language so they cannot understand one another. And what did the Bible say? That they left off building the tower. His name was Nimrod. He was the one who started this thing. And I am afraid that the spirit of Nimrod has invaded the church of Jesus Christ. What do you mean, Reverend? I mean that there are people in the church that have allowed this spirit to take a hold of them. And now they're trying to build something inside of what God is doing. Trying to set up a platform inside of what God is doing. Trying to exalt themselves inside of what God is doing. Trying to create programs and all this kind of thing inside of what God is doing instead of getting with God and do what he's doing. What, what are we sing in the song? God, Lord, come and do what you do. Not what we want you to do, but do what you do. I'm not going to be too long. Y'all looking sleepy. Amen. It said, come and do what you do. Some of y'all, I know some of y'all have seen, I know I'm not the only one that have seen it. When, 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 when the church of Jesus Christ, God has created a, 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 a work in his church and in his kingdom, but yet there are men who try to promote themselves inside of that work. There are women who try to promote themselves inside of that work. There are church members, laity, people that sit on a pew every Sunday, that are trying to control what God is doing. Trying to build something inside of what God is doing. Oh Write the scripture down and read it when you go home. Luke chapter 151. God came to a little virgin girl named Mary. He didn't go to somebody who was influential. He did not go to somebody who had it all together. He did not go to somebody when he was trying to do something in the earth that would take his glory. He went to a little girl that said, Lord, you've chosen me? Me? To do a work for you? You've chosen me? She didn't look at herself as anybody special. I don't look at myself as anybody special. We should not look at ourselves as anybody special in and of ourselves. The only thing that makes us special is Jesus Christ. His call on our life. His plan for our life. That makes us special. special. That makes us special as far as who he has created us to be. But as far as really being somebody in the kingdom. You see the church has created too many stars. Help us. Too many celebrities in the church. And the church is running after this personality. And they're running after that personality. And they're running after this movement, that movement, the latest thing, and all that kind of stuff. But we should be running after what God is trying to do. Not running after men and making putting their name upon a pedestal. But we should be getting into what God is doing. Luke 151. Mary prayed this. She said, he had shoot or shown strength with his arm. Who is his arm? His arm is Jesus. His right arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. And many times the church is struggling trying to get this to work and trying to implement that and trying to implement this and trying to create this program and create that program. But yet we are not stopping to say, God, what, what are you trying to do? You want to 
What do you want to do? She said, he has scattered the proud in their imagination. Those people that were at the Tower of Babel were very proud people because they said, we're going to make a tower. We're going to make a name for ourselves. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. God said, I'm, 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 I'm going to put it in all that. God is about to put it into some pride in the yes, church, in the land. God is about to pull down some people. God is about to demote some people because they have not realized that the anointing that is on their life did not come from them. The favor that is on their life did not come from them, but it came from God. And let me tell you something. Let me not be remiss in saying that God is all about you. It's all about your glory. It's not, a, it's not about how good I preach. It's not about me. Uh, exegeting the text and all that kind of thing but it's about God getting the glory out of my life I will take all of the praise all of the accolades and say to God be the glory to God be the glory Mary said he scatters the proud in their imaginations what does that mean? I can't even think no more what I was trying to do I can't even put it all together anymore because God has scattered you in your imagination things that they were able to imagine before they can't even imagine anymore because God is putting an end to all that foolishness yes, in the church. Because yes, it's been too much building of fleshly things. Yes. The Bible said Jesus told Nicodemus that that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. You can't take a fleshly thing and make it spiritual. We can't take our programs that, birth, that got birthed out of us. Out of our imagination. Out of our dreams. Out of what we thought was best. We can't take all of that. And yet... Expect that God won't put an end Come to on. all of that. Come on. Because if he doesn't get the glory, guess what? Oh, huh? Amen. Oh, yeah. Mark 3.25. Jesus oh, said, And if a house be divided against itself, the house cannot stand. Because there is no cohesiveness. There is no togetherness. There is no on one accord and everything. But you know what should bring us on one accord? Not that we agree with one another necessarily about your idea. Not that, not that we agree with one another necessarily about my idea. But the thing that should bring the house together is that we have one cause, one vision, one mission, and that mission belongs to Jesus Christ. That's the one thing that ought to bring us all together. Not that we agree with one another on everything. But that we agree that this work is the work of Jesus Christ. That we agree that we ought to be about our Father's business. That we agree that we ought to be doing the work of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. Learn about all these little issues and doctrinal issues. And I don't believe that this. I don't believe in speaking in tongues. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. But yet we fight about the most foolish things. Not saying that the speaking in tongues and the gifts of the Spirit are foolish. But we are foolish to argue about these things. That's right. And while we are arguing, how much progress are we really making? Lord, help us, help us. Because we're fighting one another. Lord Jesus. And if we're fighting one another, we sure can be working with one another. My Lord, my God. Oh, wake us up. God did not call us to that. God called us to unity. God called us to work together. God called us to cooperate with one another. But more than that, for all of us to cooperate with him. Yes, with him. It's not about my program. It's not about what I want to do. First Peter 5, 5 and 6 says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder, ye all of you, be subject one to another. Do we know how to be subject to one another? Huh? 
Do we know how to set our side, ourselves aside for the betterment of that other person? That's right. Or is it all about me? Give up you. Lord have mercy. My Lord, my God. Be subject to one another and be clothed with humility. Put it on. Just like you put on your clothes this morning. Put on some humility. That's right. Put on some humility. Lord help us. The Bible said that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Why won't this work? Why don't that work? You need to check and see if you're being humble or if you're prideful. That's right. Yes, yes. Right. That's it. Why won't this work in our church? Why won't that work in our church? Why doesn't this seem like it's lacking? Maybe we need to check ourselves and make sure that we are truly walking in humility. Not my definition of humility, not your definition of humility, but God's definition of humility. Yes, sir. My Lord, my God. He says, Listen up. He says, clothe, be clothed with humility. For God resisted the proud and giving grace to the humble. I don't want God to resist me. I need his aid. I need God in my life. I need God to lead me every day. I need God to tell me what to do. I need God to control my mind. We step up. My Lord, my God. Why we can't feel the presence of God? Why we can't feel the Spirit of God? Why we can't feel God moving in our church? Because you're too proud. Come on. In the book of Revelations, the church at Laodicea, what did they say? We have increased in goods. We have need of nothing. We have done this and we have done that and we have done other things. And Jesus said, look, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand outside the door and I'm going to knock. Until you're ready to open the door. Right. Jesus is standing outside the door of some churches today because they haven't been ready to open the door because they're still walking in pride. They still think I can do it. They still think if I go to seminary, I can make this church work. They still think that as long as my family is in this church and giving money to this church, this church will survive. This church will survive anyway. That's it. Yes, sir. Yes. It's going to survive when you're out of here. Come on. Because this church is not the church. Come on. It is part of the church. The church is universal. The church exists in Los Angeles, California. The church exists in Florida. The church exists in Texas. The church exists even in Africa. That is the church. His name is Jesus. He said, guess what he said? He said, if anything's going to be built, can I tell you something? Jesus said, if anything is going to be built as far as concerning the church, I am going to do the building. That's it. Yes, sir. That's it. Yes, sir. We are just co-laborers. We are just people yes, that join together with Jesus, Jesus to be. Thank you, Jesus. Thank my you. Lord, my God. Yeah. Jesus asked his disciples, Pastor, he said, who do men say that I am? <laughs> One of them say that. Oh, they say you're Elijah. Yeah. And the other one say you're John the Baptist. Yeah. Yeah. But then Jesus asked a very definitive question. Yeah. Who do you say? Who do you? Lord have mercy. I'm sorry, you're so loud. Who do you say that I am? Yes. You have you. You've been with me. You walk with me. And one time, Philip said, "Lord, show us the Father." Jesus said, "How long have you been with me, and yet you don't know the Father?" He said, "If you see me, you see Him." That's it. You see. We can learn doctrine. We can learn how to clap our hands. Come on. 
We can learn how to say amen and hallelujah and thank you, Jesus. And I thank God for praise because praise is more than went forth. And let me tell you something. Praise is going forth. It's like the man that was at the pool. You got to yes. in while the movement is going yes. on. Yes. Yes. But we can learn all of that. But we, more than that, we need to learn him. Come on. Because Jesus said there was a people. They came to him on the last day. And they said, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out devils in your name? Didn't we do mighty works in your name? He was talking to the chairman. He was talking to a people that supposedly was building with him. He said, depart from me. Because I never knew you. But don't miss the last part of that. He said, depart from me because I never knew you. Ye workers of iniquity that doeth not the will of my Father. There has been too much iniquity in the church. A lot of times we, Lord, forgive me for overeating. Lord, forgive me for doing this. Lord, forgive me for looking at that person the wrong way. Lord, forgive me for cussing. Lord, forgive me for all of that. We need to ask God to forgive us for committing iniquity against Him. He said, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I thought we were supposed to be workers with God. I thought we were supposed to be co-laborers with him. But many or much of the time, we do not give credence and, and we do not acknowledge the will of God. The church of Jesus Christ today needs to stop and examine itself. That's right. And realize, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we really, what are we really doing? Are we building because God told us to build? Are we building how God told us to build? Because he told Moses in the Old Testament, and I'm getting ready to close. He told Moses in the Old Testament, he said, when he got ready to build the temple, he told Moses one thing. He said, make sure. Listen to me. He said, make sure that you build it according to the pattern. According to that pattern that I showed you upon the mountain. I didn't call you up here. To just be up here with me. I didn't call you up here to just see my power and my glory. I didn't call you up here to just for you to be in my presence. But I called you up here so I can instruct you. Every time we pull aside with God. Every time leadership pulls aside with God. It should be to get instruction from God. To make sure that we're doing it the right way. And the right way is not your way. The right way is not my way. But the right way is his way. Yes sir. A lot of times we get caught up in, in, in our, in our uh, uh, districts and we get caught up in, in all of these associations and all that kind of thing. But let me tell you something. If the association, if the district or anybody else is not going God's way, then I can't go their way. I know that's right. I ain't going that way. My Lord, my God. Can I tell you just a couple more things and I'm going to let you go. We can't afford church. Look, let me tell you something. God has already showed me that every time that we meet in this place, that time and eternity have met each other. Did you understand what I said? Time and eternity has met each other. All we have is right now. We have to make sure we do it right. Right now. We have to make sure that we get in line with God right now. We have to make sure that we're doing it God's way right now. When it's all said and done, and we stand before the Lord, what will we tell him? Huh? 
So the time is now to listen to what the Spirit is saying. To listen to what God is saying. Not just hear Him, but listen. And it means in the Hebrew, the word is Shema, which means to hear, but be ready to do what you hear. Lord have mercy. Our text in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 18. I'm about to let y'all go. Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 18. Now we, 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 we read it. It said, then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's words that he had spoken unto me. And they said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. But when Sanballat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the servant of the Amorite, Ammonite, excuse me, and Geshem, the Arabian or the Arab, heard it, they laughed us to scorn and despised us and said, what is this thing that ye do? Will ye rebel against the king? What foolish words, because they didn't realize who the king really was. Because let me tell you something, it wasn't about them rebelling against the king, but it was about the one who is the king of kings. Because he said, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Verse 20, then answered I them and said unto them, the God of heaven will prosper us. Who will prosper true vine? The God of heaven. Who will prosper the things that we're here to do? The God of heaven. It's not about me because I'm so influential or so well-spoken, so eloquent and all those kind of things. It's not about you because you're so gifted and so beautiful and so handsome and all that kind of thing. But it's about him. He's the one that's going to prosper anything that happened in this church. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Then answered I them and said unto them, the God of heaven will prosper us. Therefore, we his servants will arise and build, but ye have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. You see, sometimes you just have to ignore the naysayers. Sometimes you just have to ignore all the doubters. Sometimes you have to ignore even those that are, that are closest to you that are talking down. I remember when my brother was in the hospital and the doctor said that he had two weeks to live. Because he had got frostbitten. He had to get both his legs cut off below the knees. But my family was so shaken up. They were crying. They were upset and things like that. And rightfully so because they were listening to that doctor. But I heard something else. And I stepped outside of that hospital room. And I went outside in the snow in, 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 in New York. And I began to pray uh, because I know what God had said in his word. He said by his stripes that we are healed. So I went out there and I looked up in the sky snow hitting me in my face and I said God don't let my brother die please don't let him die you said that the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy but you have come that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly I don't believe it's your will I know that you're telling me down in my heart that you're not ready to take my brother and I prayed and I prayed and people back home prayed and everybody was praying and let me tell you something right now 2019 that was 2009 we watched uh, uh, the Super Bowl with the Saints and the Colts with my brother in his hospital room but let me tell you something my brother is still here yes He's still here. He's still rolling around in his wheelchair. Because let me tell you something, it doesn't matter what the devil tries to tell you. It doesn't matter what people try to tell you. It doesn't matter when there are instruments of the devil and people allow the devil to use their tongue. They're saying, oh, that preacher's not going to work. That pastor's not going to last. Your church is going to go down. Let me tell you something. Let you tell them. You tell San Bernard and Tobias that the work will go on because we will rise and we're going to get with God. We're going to get with the man of God that has gotten with God. Because it's not about me. It's not about my committee. It's not about my boy. It's not about none of that. It's about God. Yes, it is. 
And the Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie. Whatever God has said, that's what it is. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. There was light. He said, let animals appear. There was animals. Whatever he says. That's what it is. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what Sign Valley and Tobias is talking about. It doesn't matter how things look around you. What has God said? That's it. I'm going to stand with his word. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say this. And we're going. Let me say this. I didn't come here to do my own thing. I came here to do God's thing. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I want to get into whatever flow God is moving in. Come on. Yes, sir. Come on. Come on. Don't get with me because I'm such a good preacher. That's right. Don't even get with me because I'm a, That's right. such a good pastor. But get with me because I've gotten with God. And I'm saying, oh, God, God. God. whatever way you move, whatever way you move, yes. you move to the level yes. of God. Yes. That way. If you move yes. to Yes, sir. By the time God can finish whipping us, we'll be glad to come out. What you want to 
asking and all that kind of thing goes give you whatever you ask in his name and all that kind of stuff. But let me tell you something. God said, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, then we have confidence that he's going to answer us. But it's not according to his will. Some of us pray and pray, but it's not according to God's will.
Christian experience candidate for baptism. Yes, yes. If you need a healing in your body, God is here to meet you. He's here to meet you at this altar. Keep it, Lord. Keep it, Lord. Keep it, 